Welcome back to the second installment of Phobia Friday. This is a short six-part mini-series on specific phobias. Our previous episode has dealt with submechanophobia, fear of underwater, submerged, man-made objects, items, stuff like that. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about emetophobia. So before I jump into that, let's talk about what the FearCast is. If you haven't listened to this before, the FearCast is a podcast dedicated to OCD, anxiety, anxiety spectrum disorders, and getting your life back. Now, we talk a lot about OCD, but the, the goal here is to shift our focus a little bit and to talk about some specific phobias. These are things that you can experience in relation or in tandem with OCD, along with other, you know any other subtype of anxiety. But these are perhaps some phobias that we haven't heard about before. You may have never heard about these before. So we're going to bring some of these to light. If this, if you're listening to this and you discover, man, this is you, then I'm here to tell you there's treatment for it. You can get better from it, which is the best part about this, right? That's the whole reason that we do this podcast. Now, everybody, if you have questions that you would like me to answer, if you have questions about these specific phobias, and if you would like to share your experience about this phobia, please go over to fearcastpodcast.com. You can message me over there and let me know what it's like. Uh, if you would like to be on a future episode to talk about your fear and phobia, um, I would love to have you on to talk about what it's like how you dealt with it, and how you're hopefully working on getting over it and getting your life back. That's the whole point of all of this, right? Right. All right, so what is emetophobia? In brief, emetophobia is simply the fear of vomiting. Now, I've worked with emetophobia before. It is going to be slightly different, as with all these phobias, I suppose. It's going to be slightly different from person to person and, and what the core fear is and how it impacts somebody and where it starts. So obviously, these very short episodes are not going to be exhaustive and hit every single point to every single person. That is why. If you would like to share your experience, let me know. But some of the common core fears are going to be starting to vomit and being unable to stop. I should probably say now, uh, it's probably a little late now, but um, trigger warning, everybody. I'm going to say vomit, throw up, puke. I'm going to say all these things a lot. And if you have a metaphobia, likely speaking, those words are not your favorite. And I understand that. So I apologize I didn't have this earlier, but here we are. We're already in it. So trigger warning. All right. So uh, core fears. Starting to vomit and being unable to stop. Um, vomiting being a sign of something worse. So it, it, it being just kind of the the, uh, the the birth pangs, I suppose. It's a weird example. Anyways, um, another core fear, embarrassing oneself. So vomiting and kind of bringing on kind of a social anxiety element to it. Another core fear can be suffering from pa the pain and discomfort of vomiting. So just, again, the point in that is the suffering element of it. So you might be sitting there going, Kevin, why is this a phobia? No one likes vomiting. No one loves it. It's not fun. It's not enjoyable. And I'll say, you're right. It's not the most fun thing out there. The average person doesn't like vomiting. But the big difference between just regular dislike or even repulsion of vomiting and emetophobia is going to be the, the specific fear-based component. In other words, the emetophobic person is going to perform compulsive, unwanted behaviors to ensure that they will not or that they will never vomit. So they're going to do a whole bunch of things that in reality, they don't really, they don't care about doing those activities, but they do it in order to never vomit, to try to get certainty that, that remember those core fears, that those things will never happen. 
So as you can probably tell, I'm talking about compulsions. This is very much related to OCD. This is why I treat it. Uh, so there's this obsession, this what if, well, what if I vomit? What if I suffer? What if this means something worse about me? And then that thought making one uncomfortable. So I don't really want to deal with that. So I'm going to do these compulsions to try to ensure and to get confidence, safety, and certainty that it's all okay. So some of the common compulsions that can happen within metaphobia is avoid saying, writing, reading, or thinking these words. Vomit, throw up, upchuck, spew, hurl, yak, puke, barf, anything like that. Those are not your favorite. Again, trigger warning. All right. Other common compulsions are going to be avoiding foods that could lead to vomit, avoiding drinking. Uh, specific things can be avoided drinking alcohol as well. Some people will avoid roller coasters or driving, kind of that the worry about getting dizzy or getting kind of discombobulated. Some people will avoid being around others who are, have, or may vomit. Others will avoid items or places associated with vomiting. So that can be clothes they wore last time they vomited. It can be specific bathrooms where either they vomited or they know someone who has vomited. Uh, it can be locations where they may have vomited before. It can also be avoiding um, items they may have touched during or after they vomited. So in other words, that these things kind of become uh, uh, contaminated. They become bad and dangerous. More common compulsions. Reassurances from other people that they're going to be okay, that they're not going to vomit, that they are clean, um, and, that, uh, and, and that they aren't in danger of being contaminated um, themselves. So they're not in danger of contaminating other people that may lead to vomiting. And that can be through asking questions, simply confessing and telling people, etc. Um, other compulsions, throwing away food before it's gone bad, so just not even taking the risk, right? If, it's, if we're getting close to the expiration date, get rid of it. Another thing can be hypervigilance of one's own feelings, their sensations uh, in their stomach, and, and, and also hypervigilance of how others are looking. So they can be spending a lot of time looking or thinking about their physical sensations. Are they feeling kind of icky, yucky, gross? They're looking at other people. Do they look like they're about to hurl? Do they look sick? Do they look kind of fluey? Stuff like that. Lastly, another thing that uh, uh, folks do with uh, another common compulsion for emetophobia is going to be overcooking food. So especially chicken, for that matter. But uh, they just cook the heck out of it. Uh, and it's not because they just love overcooked food. It's because they're trying to cook off anything, salmonella, anything that could make you vomit. Where does metaphobia come from? Well, it can, so oftentimes, at least in my experience, it, it can develop from a traumatic vomiting experience, or it can just appear out of nowhere. So, by the way, I'm certain that this episode may cause someone to have a metaphobia. They've never thought about a metaphobia before, but now all of a sudden they might get triggered by it. In which case, I'm sorry, but you know what? Sometimes we're going to hear vomiting. They're going to talk about it on movies. And you know what? We're talking about it a lot here. So as I said, sometimes the fear might not come out of a traumatic experience with vomiting, but it might just pop out of nowhere, seemingly. But once the fear arises, compulsions, avoidances, and rituals reinforce that vomiting is something to fear, and that the compulsions ensure that they don't have to have that experience of suffering, and that they have confidence and certainty that nothing bad is ever going to happen. One of the backwards things that can happen with emetophobia as well is that that further anxiety about vomiting, so just that, that discomfort and fear of, oh no, what if I do? It can increase nausea and stomach discomfort, which may further increase this thought that I have to be hyper aware or I have to do these things or get reassurances or avoid, and they just kind of wrap themselves up into knots. So it's this 
unending, uncomfortable, very frustrating cycle. So what sort of impact can this have on someone's life? Well, socially, some people just don't go out. They might have, they might be highly restrictive with the locations, the restaurants, or even the distance from their home or from another quote, safe place. Their diet can become kind of increasingly restrictive, cutting out feared foods and then foods that are associated with feared foods. Related to someone's diet, um, some folks with emetophobia can also research or do a lot lot of reading about restaurants, reading the reviews, reading ratings. I worked with some folks in the past where they they would only go to their very specific restaurants. These are the quote the safe restaurants, so they might and they might even get only specific and quote safe things on the menu. Now to that idea of restaurants, some folks if they if they would like to try out a new restaurant or you know their husband wife or you know friend group or whoever says hey let's go try out this restaurant, they will go to Yelp. They will look up the stars. They will look up the um, you know the ABCD rating of uh, uh, from the health inspector. They will read every single review to make sure that no one ate something there and felt sick or ate something there and vomited. Because if they do, nope, never again, never once, we're not going. And they can cut this restaurant just out. Lastly, another way that emetophobia can impact someone's life is through their occupation. They might just resist going to work. They might avoid being around coworkers who may have vomited or could be ill. So it can impact someone in almost every situation you can imagine. This level of avoidance can be Again, excessive. Now, again, you and I, likely speaking, we don't like to vomit. However, I've known some folks who have who have spent the last 10, 15 years not vomiting. They go through the stomach flu and they force themselves to not vomit. The irony is that the vomiting would release some of the pressure and discomfort. Now, that makes sense to you and I, but for, to a person experiencing emetophobia, this fear of vomiting, that fear of what could be or what could happen or just the, the, the perceived suffering that will be associated with it is overwhelming. So how do we get over it? Well, number one, I just want to remind everybody out there, anxiety won't cause vomiting. It won't force you to vomit. It won't make it happen. It will be uncomfortable, but the anxiety itself won't cause vomiting. As I mentioned before, often people report that once they vomit, they feel better. And the resistance to vomiting often makes people feel more nauseous and they eventually feel worse. Lastly, one way to get over it, one way to have some encouragement in this is that in this process of doing CBT and ERP, which I'll discuss here in a moment, is that you can learn to accept that you may vomit and that it's not the end of the world. Now, as part of all OCD, we're trying to tolerate the uncertainty about whether or not this thing is going to happen, because you and I can't have certainty that you are going to vomit or that you're never going to vomit again, or that of any of those other things. What we're working on doing is tolerating that experience of feeling uncomfortable and also tolerating that uncertainty as to whether or not we are going to vomit. And we don't need to get that certainty to continue on living our life. So the way that we are going to work with this, we're going to do, as always, CBT and ERP, cognitive behavioral therapy. So the first thing you can do within the the cognitive restructuring piece of CBT is really to start challenging or first start being aware of the distorted thoughts you're having and then starting to see if you can rethink them. 
not, and this is not going to happen when you are in the middle of an anxious trigger, when you're in the middle of the fear. Instead, waiting until that, that, that nausea starts to subside, and then starting to think about some of the fears that you had, that you had written down when you were nauseous, starting to think about them in a different way, to challenge them, to bring in more reasonable thought, to see if you can um, target some inaccurate thinking processes. And then to bring in more evidence-based, again, rational thoughts about your history with vomiting, what's going to happen, what's likely to happen, what you know about vomiting, what other people think about vomiting. And it will help kind of bring you back down to a rational state, hopefully. Now, remember with CBT, if we can think differently about our thoughts, then you know what? Perhaps we are willing to do something different about our thoughts too. And that is where ERP comes in. So this is this is going to be where the majority of the work comes in. So this is going to be where we start to progressively get closer and closer to the fear that we have. Now, number one, remember, you do not have to vomit in order to get better from emetophobia. You don't. I don't care what other people say. You don't have to. But instead, the main thing that you can do is progressively be putting yourself in situations that increase or elicit this fear of nausea. Additionally, in order to get better, now you don't just have to be dizzy or eat blatantly expired foods or moldy foods or kind of just gross things like that. But you will have to ultimately do things that you want to do or that the average person would do. And that might be going to work, touching items, being around friends, wearing certain clothes that will get you into that place where you feel uncomfortable. But you're not going to have to do things that are blatantly dangerous or likely to cause you to vomit. If you eat expired food or moldy food, things like that, it, it might cause a stomach bug and you might vomit. It's not required as part of this process. But here's some exposures that you can do. So simply thinking about the word vomit, just thinking about it. Now, you've heard me say it a gaggle of times. But thinking about it, writing that word, or even saying that word, those seem very simple and basic, and they are. But it's getting you closer to that idea, to that place, to that thing, and learning to tolerate that you can say it. Again, part of ERP, part of the way ERP works is that as we face it, we start to realize, you know what, this thing actually isn't that bad. And most importantly, you know, I can do this. As you do the thing, whatever the thing is, while practicing being in a calm state, by practicing accepting the uncertainty, tolerating it, your brain starts to recalibrate and starts to learn, you know, maybe this thing actually wasn't that bad. So now that you've practiced saying the word vomit, puke, uh, upchuck, spew, all those words, right? Now let, let's look at cartoon pictures of it. Now, this is my favorite, listening to vomit sounds. So you can go up to different uh, 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 boards, uh, different um, uh, sound effect boards and find sounds of vomit and simply listen to them. You're going to think about them. As you listen to it, it might make you feel uncomfortable. Shoot. As you listen to them more and more, you might start getting nauseous yourself. And that's, again, that's okay. But we're learning to tolerate that we can hear the sound and that we can tolerate that feeling. When you do that, you can move up to looking at actual pictures of vomit. Now, again, my favorite website for this is going to be ratemyvomit.com. Yes, this is a website that exists. It's fantastic. It's fantastic with an asterisk. It's fantastic if you don't have a metaphobia. If you have a metaphobia, you're going to hate it. You're eventually going to love it because you're going to be able to go through these individual pictures. Man, I'll tell you, some of them are gross. Some of them do make you feel a little uncomfortable. But 
it's going to be okay. The more that you look at them and the more that you tolerate that feeling, the easier this thing gets. It's simply through practicing that you learn that you can do it. Now that once you've done this actual pictures, take a step up. Go to places associated with vomit. Wear clothes associated with associated with it. Talk to those people you've been avoiding. Shake hands with people. Now, this may be something that you want to do after COVID, or if there's a family member that you've been COVIDing with, um, that maybe you can shake their hands, right? But uh, again, we're, we're starting to just get closer and closer to what that fear is. Now, again, what you can also do is you can avoid hand washing or avoid excessive hand washing after the bathroom or you know after touching specific things. Sometimes hand washing can be one of those compulsions, right? If I wash my hands enough, no bugs or germs can get in me, but it can be compulsive in nature. So we want to be pushing into that and pull, pulling away from it. Again, learning to tolerate this and that you can do it. All right, everybody, that is my short um, discussion of what a metaphobia is. If you have a metaphobia and would like to share your story, go over to fearcastpodcast.com, shoot me an email over there. Let's chat about it. Let's, uh, I would love to hear your story, how it, inf- how it affects you, how it impacts you, what you're doing about it, or how you got over it. We want to be talking about those things perhaps on a future episode. As per the fearcast, as per every episode, The FearCast is not a substitute for psychotherapy. If you have questions about OCD and anxiety and anxiety spectrum disorders or phobias and getting over it, go to fearcastpodcast.com, go to the uh, find help link, and you can find some resources there. All right, everybody, until next time, take a risk, challenge yourself, and don't take your brain too seriously.